You're listening to the Love Radio Network Worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com. Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award-winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love. Oh, my goodness. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you and yours, and welcome to all our friends and our family and guests to Couch Chronicles. We're coming to you live on the Love Radio Network. Today and always, I am your favorite radio host personality, Ms. Simone, and I'm thanking you for tuning in to share your time with me tonight. It is a great day to be empowered and to enjoy your journey right from your very own homes, and especially from your very own couch. So come on and get a glass of whatever you like. Sit yourself down and enjoy the nuances of a woman and a man's perspective. We talk about things about life, love, friendship, dating, generational issues and curses, plus every topic in between. So if you're new to Couch Chronicles, we all say, welcome, 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 come on in and enjoy the show. And if you are a reoccurring or dedicated Couch Chronicle fan, we say thank you for all of your dedication, your time, and for being a ride-or-die Couch Chronicle baby. <laughs> so guess what, y'all? Remember, you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Simone, S-Y-M-O-N-E, Hurt, H-U-R-T. Go ahead and send me a friend request, and baby, I will be more than happy to befriend you back so you can be part of the Couch Chronicle Party. So we are now streaming live at LUV Radio Network 24.com. Take time to check us out and join the Love Radio Network for the latest and greatest shows and songs, and especially great music all day long. So praying everyone is well today and staying safe. Our topic tonight is <laughs> a little something near and dear to me, but we're going to talk about it anyway. It's called Till Death Do Us Part. Really? I've had this conversation with a lot of people. I've had them with the millennials. I've had it with my age bracket, and I've had it with the old heads. <laughs> And everybody got a different point of view um, to everything. But please, I'm going to start all the way back to the beginning with me. Don't forget that um, too many of my single friends, they don't even believe in marriage today. And it shocks me. I'm not appalled, but I'm really actually in shock. Um, Just because you didn't succeed at something doesn't mean that you don't get back up on the horse and go try it again. So, This is going to be an interesting topic tonight for us to actually go ahead and go see how this is going to work out for everybody. Now, I full-heartedly believe in marriage myself personally, all my aunts, uncles, brothers, and all but one sister and myself for whatever different reason. We, too, are not married, but everybody else is. (laughs) I understand the concept of marriage, but a lot of that concept comes from uh, a lot of old-time um, views, contributions, and, and, and lives, you know, what you think about it. 
But I have watched marriage um, and married people all my life, and I've gained some very good wisdom, needless to say, and I have actually watched some buffoonery. Let's not <laughs> keep it um, not too real. So we're going to keep that real, real. I, there's some buffoonery into it, so you all know that. Um, a friend of mine told me that I need to stop hanging out with uh, so many of my male friends because it causes me to think too masculine. And I'm here to just publicly say that, you know what, friend, you're right. <laughs> you are right, and you're true. But, however, um, I will say this. I, I, I believe giving credit where credit is due. I have learned my um, way of uh, business and how to stand up for myself and a lot of different things. I come from a male-dominated family. Uh, there's not a lot of females in my family. There's only probably three females out of 25 males. So. When I say that, it's a male-dominated family. We as women, are, however, are very strong and we hold our own. And because of that, um, it does cause uh, a risk and problems with other people because I have been told many, many times that I'm just too masculine or I'm just too strong. You know, I believe that the right man out there will be able to handle me, respect me for who I am, and I do know, understand that I can be um, – Subservient. I, I have no problem with that. I grew up very subservient. I've been serving males in my family all my life. I don't have a problem serving you. You just got to be the right man or male for me to serve. I'm <laughs> just saying. So, you know, um, and I, with that, I will say I won't minimize my queens and my sisters out there because, Lord, help them. Jesus, trust me, they, they've had the hardest job of all of having to work <laughs> with me on being in my total feminine uh area. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Y'all can tell that already. But it, it's there. It, it's good. I do have it. I do execute it when it's in its proper place and when I feel safe, secure. You know, when you know that, you know, someone's not going to rip your heart out or no one's going to hurt you, you have a safe space. You have a safe spot. You can you can sit back in that feminine energy. And a lot of women out there, they just in their feminine energy. They grew up feminine. They All they know is feminine. I'm just saying for me, it's a little bit more work for me to ha actually do. And I'm saying this all for us to have this discussion tonight about marriage because a lot of that plays a part and, and being married. Now, um, I have been married. I was married for 14 years. That was a one-year courtship, marriage of 14 years, and now I've been divorced for 12. And in those years and times that I have been single, not only have I tried to heal myself, make sure that I could be the best that I could possibly be for the next person, and not only that, for myself. The goal was for myself first, so let's not get it twisted. But I wanted to make sure that I was healed and I was okay for the next person so that I would be able to handle some things without quitting, getting upset, can't handle it no more. The only thing I find that I really can't handle is, like, blatant disrespect. When you, you come with some blatant disrespect, I, I can't do that. that. That's a problem for me. Now, as, as my mother has said to me, you know, disrespect is disrespect. But, please, sometimes, Simone, you might be a little too sensitive and call and disrespect something because you just didn't want to do it. So I've had to learn on my own <laughs> and grow up and have to um, – 
come into my own and realize what the differences were. So I'm a little bit more open. I'm a little bit more flexible. I don't want disrespect. I'm not going to tolerate disrespect, but I'm, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner anymore. I, I'm in it to see what's going to happen. Uh, it was about learning how to be mature enough for me to say what I need to say. Because that's what happens when you're a runner. You run from it. You didn't say what you need to say. And you didn't even know if you could bounce back from that because you didn't know how to express yourself. So I've learned in these last past five years on how to express myself. And so, therefore, I am having better relationships. But my own personal experience has shown me that the outcome of a certain behaviors have cost me way too much in the end and that it takes away from my progression in life and relationships, so at the ripe old age of 56, I don't have time to waste anymore. But we're going to get into that a little bit more into the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you very, very, very much for tuning in tonight. Said, go ahead, grab your drink. Woo! I don't care if it's Coke. I don't care if it's gin and tonic. I don't care what you got. Just grab it, get it, because I got mine. Nestle on in, my babies, but don't pull that blanket up too far because we are going to get a little hot, 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 and a little spicy, spicy, spicy up in here tonight. So just, just guess what? Lean on in, learn something new, and enjoy the ride, my love. And with that said, we're going to welcome to the mic my co-host, Miss Tanya Dews, our multiple sclerosis coach and motivator, and guess what? My best friend. So come on in, my girl. How are you today? Well, good evening, Bessie. How are you? I'm fine, Queen. I love you. I miss you. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good (laughs) evening, everyone, and welcome to the couch. Welcome to the couch. I hope everyone's having a happy Wednesday. Oh, I, I know I am. I hope that you are, and I hope that everybody else is out there. Sometimes I laugh about this, Tony, because this is great when we're all good, but what people don't understand is when we're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) We're good at it. We're good at it. We know how to lay our swords down. We know yes. how to lay our swords down. Yes, because you know what? And I always want to make sure that everybody understands that she may be my bestie, but we keeps it real with y'all. We, we, we go through the good and the bad and the ugly, and we have learned how to do that successfully through all these years. So it's been a lot of years. Yes, ma'am. So, yes, ma'am. Everybody, welcome to the couch. But We're going to go ahead and get that party started tonight. And as always, my disclaimer, thank you for being on the show and with us today. My grandma, Mama D, I love her to death. I am who I am because of her. She used to say sometimes intimacy and the real intimacy, not the physical, not the emotional and sexual and all that other stuff. The real intimacy starts with a good old conversation. So guess what, y'all? Let's get to talking. So, woo! I think we gave him an earful already, Tanya. Guess what? Let's keep it real. Did you actually uh, – let, let, let's just get to the crust of some of this. Um, what do you really think about marriage? Because you've been married for how long? Uh, 27 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 27 years, known each and other for <laughs> known each other for 30 years. All of my adult life, I have to say, all of yes. my adult life. Yes, yes, yes. All of my adult life. So, what do you think about? Um, and, and this is just a perception that you have, or your ideas of what other people think about marriage, because you've pretty much, you know, you'd have made it. 
in today's society, you have come over the rainbow check when it comes to marriage. Got <laughs> over that home. So, woo-hoo. Yes. That didn't cash into the, um, to the lucky charms, but um, I got over the hump. <laughs> you don't get it twisted now. Remember, transparency. But you made I'm it. I'm going to tell everybody, put on your seatbelts. We don't own yeah. any disclaimers. Because as we always tell you guys, we are not therapists, we're not um, doctors, we are two yes. women sitting on the couch waiting for you Just to come talking. in, hit that number one and join us always. But I, I have yeah. to tell you to answer that question, um, when you say this topic, death do us part, really, really, <laughs> what keeps us um, for this long is keeping all our boundaries in-house you know, yeah. with our marriage, ourselves, and uh, with each other, personally, spiritually, financially, you know, all of it, sexually. We got We have to keep it all in-house. And see, what happens is in the beginning of a lot of marriages, we get all funny. We be like, girl, you know what we did last night? You know we did this? And he talked to his boys, and before you know you're comparing notes, and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, with so yeah. many things, and a lot of people fall because of that. They fall because of that because they, they're they trying to look so healthy when the reality of it is they're not doing what the other person is doing. So then they go back mm-hmm. and try to compare notes. So yeah. you can't maintain a healthy relationship um, without your boundaries because sometimes – he got his lane, and I got my lane. Sometimes he's doing 35. Sometimes I'm doing 100. And I'm like, yeah. you keep up? Yeah. So then you have to find your language, and then the language gets, whoo, Jesus. I'm trying to tell you. This is um, a love radio show, but I have to tell you, out of love, yeah. there's some words that's not love. It's not love. And then, you you know, you figure, okay, am I getting to that place where a boundary is we're crossing them, and now we don't want to deal with each other because now we're growing yeah. apart from each other. So like you said, what is it that I've done to get there? We've we've been to places where boundaries have been crossed. Let's yeah. not get it twisted. We were not healthy. We were far from being healthy. And from not being healthy, the boundaries were, were crossed where he felt that he was going to pack his bags at the door and walk out, and I had my bag outside the door getting ready to walk out. But neither one of us walked out. So let me keep it real. Uh, Okay, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know, and and we will talk more about it because, you know, we got Mm -hmm. a lot to say. But that's what I can just tell everybody. Keep keep it in-house and maintain your healthy boundaries. But most of all, as we always say, Simone, what is it? Communicate. Communicate. Yes, that that is that is key. And I will say that, you know, I you know, I had a motto when I was married. It is me and you against the world. Mm-hmm. Period. And literally. If you don't hold on to that, you're allowing other people to come into your relationship and have mm-hmm. a seat at the table. And the table only seats two. Do I need to say that again? A marriage the table only seats two and God is above, and that's it. But when you don't make it a team where you're working together as a, a consorted effort, other people will find a seat somehow at your table. 
And I'm trying to tell you, some folks know how to bring their own chair to your table. They ain't going to bring their own ideas to your table. Mm. (laughs) You know, and you have to understand, one of the things I did learn in my marriage and and from, um, because I went to therapy after my marriage, because I really, really was like, okay, I didn't do this real well. I need to fix some stuff and myself. Let's get this better for the next time. So one of the things that I did really learn is I recognized and realized that I need to get healthy first, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and heal my soul before I was ready to really love somebody else again. That was number one. Number two, I realized that no matter what, you know, if you want to be married, it it takes a certain skill set to be married. Quitters don't need to even think about getting married. That's right. Because it's a triathlon that you just don't quit. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. shouldn't be a repertoire that's on the table, literally. There's going to be things that make you mad. There's going to be things that you don't like. There's going to be things that you you don't, you know, particularly care for. But a real good relationship requires two people who really just don't want to give up on each other. They, they really care about each other that much, and they can understand that two individuals coming together are not perfect. Um, today the challenge is, is that you're not only not perfect, but now you're not even healthy. So each person might need to heal from this or heal from that. So those are other things that you need to deal with. But on a real tip, you know, you have to understand that it, it is not for the weak of heart. Marriage is not for the weak of heart. And I say that to people honestly. You have to have some grit. You got to have some steadfast. And you got, you got to really have a, a certain amount of love and commitment, not only to yourself, but to the other person. You saw something in that person that you loved and you fell in love with. You just can't throw it away because you had an argument. That That's is right. not a marriage. That's, That's not a marriage. Right. You can't do that. Um, I've been in situations where the individual is not maybe giving me what I need or what I want. I don't mean I'm going to quit them. I want to know why, if I can. And then I I need to figure out if, you know, what is what do we need to do to make the situation correct for it to happen? Because that's called working together. That's the teammanship in the relationship. Everything is not going to be perfect, people. I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I learned in my 14 years of marriage, I was like, nobody told me this. That's all that's I'm right. saying. That's right. The whole relationship that's right. Dang, they ain't nobody tell me this. I got to sit here and take this. Yeah, because that's what you signed up for. No, I didn't sign up for that long. Yes, you did. Tell death to you part. That's right. Really? Today we say, <laughs> really? <laughs> to death to you part? Really? Really? Yeah. So this is why we're having this topic and this discussion tonight, because it, it, it's not for the faint of heart. You have to have your own self together. You have to be able to be made and cut from a different cloth. And I will say this. If you don't have good, strong faith, this is not it for you. 
Can I say this, that um, a lot of people, um, since you've opened that door, we have to walk through the doors Mm -hmm. that are open. That door of faith. Uh, A lot of us did not sit down with our pastors and actually find out what somebody's faith was, what they Mm -hmm. believed in, what they would release. Because remember, to death do us part really means it's a vow of uh, what you will not separate from. You will not separate until death. And that's like, Mm -hmm. really? So if you're sitting there with your pastor, (laughs) you're like, really? Um, So if we have an argument and he's not making enough money, um, really, I have to stay with him till he dies? Really? If she's um, having an affair with my best friend, really, I have to stay with her till she dies? Really? Um, Really? Separation, that's what the vow says until um, we part to death. You know, they have different vows for different people because now people make up their own vows. That's their another thing. Vows, yes. That's another thing. That's <laughs> another thing. But Simone just used the word faith. So if you have faith in God and you're you're putting God first, and like Simone said earlier, um, it's between two people at the table and then God is first. So you're looking mm-hmm. to him for all your answers. You're praying to him for everything. You're walking with him with everything. There are times you are not going to walk with him. Can I be real, people? Ooh, yeah. faith, there are some times that mm. you will forget <laughs> that God was in your marriage. You forgot that you stood before a pastor and said, I do. You forgot all that beautiful things with the flowers and the cocktail party. And, oh, it was so cute. It was so nice. And then it's like right now he's in one area of the house and you're in the other area of the house. You guys don't even speak. It's like, what's up? You've grown one way. He's grown another way. The kids left the house, and empty nesters are the ones that are really lost. Either they got it together and they got a plan and they executed because love is not a love map. You know, it's not a territory of the heart. Love is different things, and you have to notice what it is which your spouse is moving through in this time and this map. Your your spouse may be moving east and you're moving west, and y'all forgot to come in the middle. And yep. now, 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 y'all lost, y'all. And then y'all screaming across us, "Hey, where you at?" And then, yep. then he gets further and further. Hey, wait a minute, I can't even hear him. Hey, where you at? You know, y'all screaming like y'all crazy, and it's to the mm-hmm. point nobody knows where you're at because you lost it. And it's like, really, this is so death to us part. Now we don't even know each other. So longevity in marriage is something that you have to plan for and you have to sit down and get your love map together because you can lose your territory because you got to travel down the same roads. And if you decide to crossroads something, it has to still meet up somewhere. Somewhere. Yes, you do. Somewhere. That is, somewhere. That, it's got to meet somewhere. There's nothing wrong with going on your own path if it doesn't right. come back to merge with the other person. There you go. Um, you, because what will happen is you'll go on your own path, and you'll be way over left, way, way, mm-hmm. way left. And they're over here, and you wonder why the relationship ain't working well. I got you, sis. I'm all day, all day on that. But guess okay. what, y'all? We love y'all. We got a caller that pressed in, and we'd like to hear what they got to say. Caller, come on in and talk to us on the couch today. 
Well, I want to say this to the brothers out there. This is Jay from BMO. Because it got the BMO careful, y'all. Because I tell you, the universal password is yes, dear. And I tell you, fellas, sometimes you're going to feel like you're on trial because you're being interrogated by your wife. You know what I'm saying? And you just go, okay, uh, I'm going to roll with these okay. punches. And, you know, and sometimes yeah. you get divorced every week, but you just don't file the papers. You know what I'm saying, family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Maybe under the bed for emergencies, but you don't file them. <laughs> now, y'all have to understand who just called Sure You're Right is my oh, husband. My God, so Sure You're Right, he's telling the truth. We do get divorced every week. Every week. Every week. But like he said, what you say, babe? What you say? Say it again. Tell everybody what you said. You get divorced every week, but uh, what happens? But even when you feel like you're on trial, you just uh, roll with it and say, yes, dear. Because even yes, when she rolls, she's right. Oh, Lord. And that way, she's yeah. still cooking, she's still cleaning, and you ain't on the couch. Hello. <laughs> Okay, get your yeah. balance sheets. 
Jesse, he got he checked in his sheets and I check in my sheets, but um we still get we still get the sheet that we write out. We still get divorced every week. So knock it off. So please we just keep it at one hundred. Remember people, we talk we talk Don't real study. here. Transparency, especially with people yeah. with longevity in marriage for a long time. Sometimes, you know, you you just don't want to agree because you just don't want to. But you still got to check in those balance sheets at the end of the day. So like Sloan yes. said, you keep your peace. Got to keep your peace, yes. y'all. Got to keep peace. And I'm going to tell you, uh, being um, a single person and you're out here dating, you got to understand people. Stop telling people no when you want a yes. Ooh, good one. Stop telling people no when you want yes. That's not how you get yes. I'm like in shock. I'm not quite comprehending. I don't understand. You know, if you want a yes, give a yes. And then everybody be happy. Seriously. So this is really when, this is really happening, yes, but, y'all. <laughs> but when but when but when you give a, when a person's on a yes mode and you give them a no, you just knock them off the cart. They was yeah. rolling. They had the wheels going. There was wind in the hair. We were going somewhere. Now you saying no, and I'm like, bam, I'm on the ground. What the heck happened? How's this? What? That's right. Really? That's right. That's a little too much. That's a little too much. That's, a, that's, a, that's an issue problem. But here, here's the thing. What I have learned, even though that sounds bad, and I have even said to a couple people about that, if you're really truly committed to that person and you see and keep your eye on the prize on what it is that you really, really, really love about them, care about them, or know that they have a potential for you and for the us. It's got to be the you and the us, not just for you and me. It's the you and the us. Then you're going to have to stick in there. That's why I said it's not for the lighthearted. It's not for the weak. But I'm not going to be there forever. I'm going to tell you that because you keep telling me no. I, I don't know where to go with that. I'm going home. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I've been out really... game for a minute, so it's a little real difficult to me. I'm just like, who in the world wants a yes from you that keeps telling you no? I, I don't understand this type of entitlement. Because to me, that's what it is. You feel entitled to yours, but you don't want to feel like giving it to somebody else. Now that means you're not equally yoked and you've created that type of space. So how the heck is that person supposed to feel safe, feel honored, you know, whatever, to want to be there? You know, and you know, and it's not like I'm not a person. I don't. I don't quit that easy. But I will assess the situation like this in the long run is not going to work because if he coming with all these no's right now, what the heck he going to do later? Yeah, you have to count your own feelings. You've been the precedent for this. Like, oh, That's wow, right. really? That's right. That's right. Yeah. You have feelings too. We all have feelings. Yeah. You have to justify your feelings, and you still have the right to defend your feelings within a marriage. Yes. Even though yes, you're you saying till death do you part. It's oh, girl, please stop playing. Look, when I was married, we got to a part. You're going to that room, and I'm going to this room. <laughs> We're not yeah. sleeping in the same bed. Yeah. We ain't on yeah. the same page, so why we need to sleep in the same bed? <laughs> I meant that. <laughs> We're yeah. not doing and, that. Let, holler at me and let me know when we can communicate well enough yeah. to get close enough <laughs> to each other's page, and then we can get close enough to each other in the bed. Okay. And you and know you what know happens I'm with that? And I don't care. You never have but any that's, apologies that's when that happens. 
You never get yes. any apologies. So you don't want to apologize. He doesn't want to apologize. And then that's not really good for either one of you. It's unhealthy. No. It's unhealthy. Because you got to apologize. you got to apologize. Yes. But you still have to If you don't know how to forgive and you don't know how to apologize, this game ain't for you. No, because it won't Hold do death to us part. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's the part that you can't make it there. We already know you can't get there. So you you need to understand that and recognize that. Because those are yeah. two key skills and elements that are required to make it to the end. You, you I mean, and I, whatever your end is, I'm, I'm talking about at least longevity. You yeah. can't make it without those two skills. And I, I I have been taken for granted because maybe I might have apologized too soon, too quickly, too early. I don't have a problem with apologies. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with forgiveness either because I understand forgiveness. I'll forgive you. That's still your karma. God saw what you did. You still got to deal with that on your own. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. Nothing. Because God don't like for you to mess with people who are good people and trying to do nothing but good and nice to you, and then you want to mess with them, that's on you. And that happens in I marriages. I have nothing to do with that. That happens yeah. in marriages. People don't yes, think that indeed. happens in marriages. Especially when you first get married, you don't think this yes. will ever happen, and you don't understand, you don't know how to deal with it. But you have mm-hmm. to deal with it, and you have to be prepared for it, because it does happen. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It really, really does. Yes, so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to go ahead and come on back. So go ahead, refill your glasses, come back to hear us talk about how to incorporate marriage goals and how to still survive, whether you got the skills or you don't. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. We'd like to thank you very much. Take that break. See you in a few minutes.
that you came back to us, your talker to your radio host personality, Miss Simone, and we are here on Couch Chronicles tonight. Our topic for the evening that we are talking about is until death do us part. <laughs> really? <laughs> so we're, we're trying to determine that death to us part part and then understand the really part. So thank you all for listening to the first part of the show, and those of you who are joining us for the second part of the show, welcome, welcome in. Um, we're, we're going to get into some more specific things about marriage. Um, I know my girl Tanya Dews here, my best friend and a multiple sclerosis motivator. Um, she has been married 20 plus years to her husband. I want to thank him for being on the show today and having his comments. Trust me, they have survived through a whole lot. So it is wonderful to hear from both of them. <laughs> no lie, no lie, no lie. But but here's the thing, um, Tony. We're going to take it from just a, for a few minutes from my single point, and we're going to. I keep getting this question about would I do it all over again? And even though I don't think that I had I had a great marriage, um, it was great, it was good, it was okay, and then okay, we were on two different planets. That's about the cycle of my marriage, okay. And at that particular time, because I was younger and he was younger, we didn't have the skill set and we didn't have the backing of our families really much to help us have a clear understanding of how to come back. We couldn't figure out how to get it back together. Um, and when, um, you know, we there was a talk of us going to therapy, um, one party didn't want to go and one party went. You know, you're only going to heal if you talk it out. And that, you know, that to me is life. It is. You can't just push it down under and think that it's going to work for you because it doesn't. All it does is rear, rear its ugly head in the next relationship. 
because you didn't take care of it and deal with it in the last relationship. And then there's some people out here, and I've been out here for a while, which is about 12 years um, from being divorced. Some people trigger some of the problems and issues that you had back in the day. <laughs> because okay. even though you might have dealt with it, you're like, you're, for me, I'm going to be honest with you. You know I like transparency, keeping it real. I'm shocked because I really didn't believe you were broken. Mm-hmm. Um. And that lets me know that there's parts of you that maybe you've not healed. Or if if I say something and you believe I hurt you with it, instead of saying, I didn't like what you said, I feel that was very rude, <laughs> and you hurt me when you said that, and dealing with it right then and there at that point, and now we're on this teeter-totter of, you hurt me, I hurt you. You hurt me, I hurt you. And it's back and forth. There's no balance. Like you said, there needs to be a balance sheet in a relationship. That's right. You know, um, and, and please, ladies and gentlemen, understand the balance sheet is not 50-50. Y'all stop emailing me and texting me this bull crap because I don't want to hear it. That's not happening tonight, <laughs> not on my show. Okay, I'm just letting you know. No, no honey, it's not 50-50. That's Anybody right. that's, that's right. been married will tell you a relationship is not 50-50. That's right. Sometimes if it's 12 months, you might have a 50-50, maybe one or two of those months out of the 12, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the reality of the situation is that's not what it is. And ladies, don't don't consider and think that it's always going to be the 80-20 or the 100 and zero. Sometimes it's on Mm -hmm. you. And you have to be prepared for that. And that's why I tell people, boy, you better love him for real, for real. Because <laughs> you never know when it's going to be on you. You might have to carry that one day. If he falls, you're going to have to pick him up. That's what marriage is about. That's right. that's right. Are you ready? Are you prepared to do that? Do you have enough skill set to make it happen? Literally. Seriously. You know, you have to you have to consider these things. Everybody everybody wants Gucci, everybody wants the Fendi bag and, and the Birkin bag. But when you gotta buy it for somebody else it's a total different story. That's right. That's right. You gotta understand well, that, that this is a two way street. Yeah, well Period. it's it's without limits. It's without limits. And I yes. think a lot of people put limits on and it's never ending. And people want a break or they want to pause. And uh, this is unwaverly type of love, you know, and it's at all times. Mm-hmm. So it can be at bad times, yeah. you know, and that's what you're trying to let people understand that sometimes if, you know, quite frankly, transparency, if the sex isn't good all the time, oh, well, does that mean now I'm leaving or maybe they're no. ill as does that mean now mm-hmm. I'm living as deaf to my part? Really? I got to mm-hmm. deal with this? Maybe now their parent yes, is do. moving. Maybe their parent is moving in with you, and you're like, mm-hmm. I really don't like that cow. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to say what you wanted to say. 
I'm going to say yep. what you wanted to say, y'all. Come on now. Some yep. of y'all, y'all might not like the father-in-law because maybe he's a little bit of a pervert or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all got some problems within the family, and maybe someone's children may have to move in with you. And you're like, really? I got to deal with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's yep. part of it because there's change in life, and you never know what terms and twists are coming. And there are going to be some things coming down the pipe. And it's like, okay, do I have to really do deal with this? Well, let's see. Um, no, I don't want to deal with this because some people are selfish within their marriages. Can I say yeah. that? They're selfish. They're selfish in the ways that they want it their way or the highway, and they don't want to meet in the middle, what we talked about earlier. And the selfishness yeah. is I want to hold all the money, and I don't want you to do anything with the money. And guess what? You both graduated in finance, so why can't we both do this? Well, I think I'm better at it than you. So why don't I, well, how come I don't know what's in the account? Because I know what I'm doing. And you get into that thing mm-hmm. like, well, no. um, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I want to deal with that right now. You know that what I'm saying? The person can actually, whoever is better at it, really actually needs to handle it. Let's That's call, right. you know, right. the elephant in the room. That is the mm-hmm. real actual truth and honest of the, the, the whole thing. Here's the part that most people don't want to deal with. Just because you're handling it, you are still accountable to let the other person know what's going on. That's right. That's right. Because this is a partnership. Just because your skill set's better in just that area, because there's many other areas. Remember, <laughs> we were talking about that, that area. Area. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you are, don't have to be held accountable for everything that you do with it, and, and, and that person has to be kept in the loop of what's going on with the accounts. And I mean all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Because it's if you're not sharing. willing if you're not, that's called sharing thinking. If you're not willing mm-hmm. to do that, you're not ready for this rodeo. Ooh, seriously, not to death not. part. Take your behind mm-hmm. out of the studio, <laughs> the rodeo. You can't, you can't hang. Mhm, mhm. There's some people mm-hmm. that are bold enough to get up on the horse. They don't know how long they're gonna be on the horse, but at least they're willing to get up on the horse. Well, and then there's people, some people that just sit in the stands and go, oh, ooh, ooh, okay, no, you ain't it. <laughs> well, they'll do it for now, but they won't do it forever. I'll do, I'll do it with you now, but I can't mm. do it. I can't do it with that forever, so I'm out. Yeah. And they literally leave and they get out. And then some men, yeah, especially men, I'm going, I'm gonna put them out there. Men get hurt really bad with that. And then they yeah. carry that luggage into another relationship. Into they another relationship. Decide to get yep. married, but most of them want to get married because they want that. Because most men, once they get married, and they had a good woman, but she was only there for the now, and she wasn't there for for the forever. Now, when he decides to start dating again, he is so messed up. He's carrying his yeah. mother issues. Oh. He's carrying that that the woman last who hurt him issues. issues, and he's and he's really trying to find that last wife that left him. And instead, he deals. He sees some of her characteristics that hurt him, and then he thinks that everybody's going to hurt him. And he's so yeah. messed up. Yeah, he's real messed yeah. up. And a lot of yeah. you young ladies. And even older women, you're going to deal with some of them brothers. You in trouble. 
you need to find them signs and click that light on real quick and be like, "Uh uh-oh, that's one of those. I got to go. Get your stuff and get out of there quick, quick, fast, and hurry. And men, Mm. men, they got some women too. Woo, she got some issues, and she got some mental issues. There'll be some mental chicks, boy. They can put it together. I call them the mask ladies. They can put on some wonderful masks and dress themselves up very well. But all they want is what you can give them. They don't want nothing else but what you can give them. Yeah. And see, that's yeah. scary. you got to be careful of those women because you think she loves you and she's doing everything. And as soon as she finds somebody who got more than what you are giving her, she's out. Yeah. She's one of those now yeah. ladies. She's one of them yeah. now. She's not a forever lady. So you guys got to look yeah. out for these things because these people will not be with you for death to you part because it's really, that's what really goes down, really. Sure, that's, that's what really, really goes part. down. Simone's telling yes. you as a single person, it's not easy out here. It, and I ain't out there it, with her, but I hear not. the stories. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear her stories. I'll be on the couch with her. <laughs> look, 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 look. I want I want to interject this. Um it is a um it, it, I always tell this story to a lot of people and it's about uh Oprah and how TD Jakes explained to her that some of us are a gallon jug. Now mm. when you're a, a gallon jug that means that you are healed, you're you're comfortable with who you are, you're not afraid to love you put yourself out there, even though you know that, you know, if it's not the right person, they may hurt you, but you, you're willing to do it. You, you're good. You're so good with yourself. It's like you love yourself so much it's okay. But um, you're trying to be loved and acknowledged and recognized and appreciated by someone who can only give you a pint. Mm. Their whole existence, their whole past, everything that they've had in their you know, their the hurts, their dramas, their traumas, um, and all their broken pieces don't add up to anything but a pint. And you want to know why you're hurting. You want to know why you're void of something. That you know when there's something missing. You you know when there's something missing. And you really want to love them. You really do. But you realize and recognize, look, I can be free, and I mean totally free, to love you, but because you haven't healed from a lot of things that you've gone through and because you're not, you know, I'm I'm trying to develop trust with you. You need to be trying to develop trust with me because that trust hasn't been developed. It's totally unbalanced on a scale. So you got a gallon on one end. It's like the teeter-totter, Tom. You remember back in the day? Yeah. The big girl get on the end, and then even two small girls can't hold it down. It don't even work. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I'm not don't be in denial with it. Anybody, don't be in denial. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you sit there, and y'all trying to keep add more people, more people to get it equal, and it just doesn't work. That's about right. the difference between right. the gallon jug on one end of the teeter-totter and a pint on the other end. And yeah. it's very difficult for the person who's getting the pint to love you at their full capacity. That's true. Very and then difficult. Very, very difficult. Into, you have, yeah, well, that's real difficult. And then, please, don't marry 
and I want to marry someone like my father, and I want to marry someone like my mother. Be an individual when you go out and do something on your own. Find your love, find your joy, find your peace, and mm-hmm. learn yourself first before you, especially for the first-timers, you know, be happy about you first and make sure someone makes you happy about who you are. Uh, don't find someone. I need to find a male figure, take care of me, and do what my father did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You don't want to marry your daddy. You want to marry your man. No. And you no. want your man to be <laughs> your man. Okay? Yep. And men, women, too, you know, you want somebody to be like your mother. My mother cleaned up all the time, and she cooked all the time. Um, fellas, alert, alert, and red alert. Ain't nobody cooking for y'all every single night and cleaning up Thank all you. the time. We're going to take the ch- ch- chores because my mother was burnt out and tired, had varicose veins when she got yep. older, and she she just didn't want to be bothered. And she started to get honorary because she yep. did too much for so long. Yeah. And you don't you want too that much type of for woman. someone that's given too little. Yeah. That's right. And, it's resentment. and you don't want that's that. where resentment comes in. There you go. Say that and, word again. And, and people need to understand. And all that resentment, all it does is causes arguments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all it does. That's where the arguments come from is resentment. There, there's no true um, communication. And even when you try to, if that person isn't on that level and willing and ready to really hear what you have to say, it, it is very difficult. It is very, very difficult. And, and be- um, then it, it sticks you with now, okay, well, am I going to keep on this or am I just going to be your friend? Right. I, and then you, you, you get so yeah. bitter at one point, you're like, <laughs> do I even want to be your friend? Yeah, like, and you don't want to be there to the end. Yeah, like you're, you're you're robbing me and stealing me and my joy, and the only person I know that does that is the devil. So why That's are you right. doing the same thing to me that the devil does? And then people are trying to understand why people are getting divorced in their sixties and seventies. Why did they wait so late? Well, they just decided they had enough. You know. Yeah. And it's confusing to others, you know, why would someone do that at such a late game where they couldn't take it anymore? And yeah. death do my part, really, it's not going to really? happen. It's not going <laughs> to yeah. happen. I tried, but yeah. I'm not going to do it. And it's crazy, yeah. but it does happen, ladies and gentlemen. It happens, and we're just trying yes, to inform you. Take some nuggets from this, guys. We always tell you, take a nugget, mm-hmm. take a nugget. Take a sip and take a nugget. <laughs> Stop yes. playing. And we you, love you, though. To, we and, love you. And for you millennials out there, because trust me, I've already raised two. It has been a challenge mm-hmm. in my life <laughs> to raise mm-hmm. two millennials. It, it hurts. I'm going to tell you, it hurts. Yes, it <laughs> it's a little bit hard. But um, don't, stop being afraid of marriage. Marriage is power. It is a level of power that you have to understand what type of power it is and how to tap into that power for it to be activated. Okay? And it's an old school power. It's not even new. Not new about it. People everywhere don't want people getting married because when you have a woman and a man joined together, they're unstoppable. Even when they don't even like each other, they're still unstoppable. There is a power that's activated based upon that. Women cannot be taken advantage of at a large, massive rate when they have a male in the household. 
Why do you think they keep taking the male out of the household? Just because they gave you a degree as a female doesn't mean that you're still not vulnerable. You're still vulnerable to the world. You're just an educated vulnerable. (laughs) Your position didn't change. You just got educated. That's all. That's all. Because when the crap hits the fan, you're still the same woman that's on, on 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 the street, on the corner, getting right across the street, when the white van pull up and put you in the van and you're gone forever. That's right. There's no difference. The difference is, ain't no man looking for you. Mm. Good point. Got to pay attention, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Pay attention. <laughs> I'm just pay saying. Attention. There's a power, power in that togetherness and in, in marriage. Marriage was designed to be powerful. The part they didn't tell you is you're going to have a whole lot of headaches in this power. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they didn't tell you that part. I'm, I'm keeping it real with you. You're going to have a lot of headaches. Okay? Ain't enough aspirin. They just ain't. Mm-mm. Or pain I'm being serious with you. Ain't enough aspirin, ain't enough alcohol, ain't enough whatever substance abuse you're going to think you're going to do. There just ain't enough. you either going to stick to it because it's a goal, it's achieved goal, and now you've committed to it. you either going to commit to it. You know, your higher being says, if you marry and join, commit to that process like you commit to me, and I'll bless you continuously. No. So, you know, um, with that said, <laughs> I can't believe that time went That was a good topic. I lost track of time. Oh, my God. <laughs> with that said, we're going to be back next week. We hope that you'll come back with us. We love you. And, look, in closing, thank you for listening and joining us on the couch. Be safe. Continue to do one thing better than you did yesterday. You'll be surprised who you'll end up being. Remember to love yourself first, and, of course, we love y'all too. So see you next week on the couch at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And until we talk again, make sure to be the best kings and queens that you can. Feel free to listen to past shows at luvradionetwork24.com. Don't forget to download or scan our app on our webpage so that you are front and center every week all the great shows, all the great music, 24 hours a day. We love you. Peace out. And many blessings to you and yours. So, Tanya and I both say good night. Good night, love. Good night. Love you guys. Love you.